Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Death segment, is that what we're doing? Death segment, Gary. You don't want to talk about uh, Deion Sanders? <laughs> yeah, we definitely get to Deion Sanders. <laughs> but shout out to Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Harwell, Jerry. He passed away. Him and uh, Jimmy Buffett this weekend. Him and Jimmy Buffett. But this guy, Jimmy Buffett was, uh, how old was Jimmy? 76. 76, yeah, okay. This dude was only 56. Jerry, I'm going to be 54. Yeah, but you also didn't pound vodka and whiskey your entire reading the story it's tragic for sure and sad but it also seems self-inflicted with the alcohol abuse the alcohol abuse got him yes it uh got his liver jerry yeah so uh that's the lead singer of smash mouth i was uh listening uh to to one of the news reports of his death and they said that he had retired from singing like two years ago and they were still touring how are you touring without without the singer of smash mouth well i don't know other bands seem to figure it out yeah but He's the Smash Mouth. Well, yes, but we've also talked about this, and Steve Perry was Journey. That's and how true. are they doing? Steve Perry was Journey. And you still got... How was a little bit of Queen, or whatever the hell that was you show? The terrible. Almost Queen? <laughs> it was terrible. Was it really? Almost Queen? Yeah, I did not. I was not a fan. Did you leave early? We did. Wow. Mainly because it was four old people, and we could... Me included, and... Uh, that was the audience? No, no. <laughs> My group. Oh. And... uh we were like, eh, standing is really hurting our backs. Yes, it does. Yeah, it was not good. I don't know. Okay. So yeah. that night was over by what, 8.15? <laughs> no, uh, definitely by like, uh, 9.45. Nine, so what, yeah. what does the Duke's clan do then when you're done? Call at, it a night. That's it? Yeah. So you got together for this show. Uh-huh. Well, we went to dinner first. Oh, dinner Then was the first. show. And then it was like, see you guys Don't later. hit another bar? No. Do not hit okay. another bar. That's right. You don't drink anyway for the most part. Okay. Yeah, have a couple beers and that's it. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and we lost Jimmy Buffett, Jerry. And we did lose Jimmy. Who? I, that's one who it's not for me on the level of Paul McCartney in terms of never seeing him. Yeah. As I've said to you a million times, I'd like to see Paul McCartney once. I've never, I never saw Jimmy Buffett. Me neither. And I know it's supposed to be an unbelievable party and the tailgate's awesome and then the show's fun. It's one I've never, I never got to see. Same here. Sad. I had to, I think that's one of the albums, CDs, cassettes that in our era, Jerry, everyone had was that Jimmy Buffett's greatest hits. I didn't. What? I didn't. I don't know why. I was, I don't think I was really aware of Jimmy Buffett until I was senior in high school and I still never got to see it. That was not part of my Columbia house 13 CDs for a penny. You didn't even get that one? No. You always had to go greatest hits because you felt like you got some 
got, you got value. Good, good value. No, good bang I, for your buck. I never had a Jimmy Buffett CD. And I don't even think I ever put them on Spotify. Wow. Yeah, how about that? Poor Jimmy Buffett, Jerry. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere. And I guess he had cancer and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. So while it was shocking for a lot, I guess his family knew that he was in trouble. His sister had cancer too. Is that right? I believe so. I think she, I think she beat it though. She did. I believe so. Good for her. Very sad though. She got a big win over cancer, Jerry. Yeah. That's cancer. As they say, that's a victory of life. That's exactly right. Let's talk football, Jerry. Okay. Let's talk about the New York Jets and the New York Giants. I'm reading this morning that, you know, we talked earlier, they both are prime time games and they're both at home. Right. MetLife Stadium is going to see a game Sunday night, going to see a game Monday night. Mm -hmm. And both of our local teams who we have both going to the Super Bowl I do not have them both going to the Super Bowl. I I have the Jets going to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I don't even have the Giants making the playoffs this year. Really? No, I think they're going to be good. I just think they're going to miss out. I don't like their. I think they got screwed with the schedule. I really do. Do you think we'll know? Let me ask you this, Jerry. Do you think we'll know within the first six games whether they're going? I do. I uh, wow. Early another early out for the Giants. I think the first eight games are going to because I think the back part of the Giants' schedule is where they can really win a lot of games. And if they ever muddle their way through the first eight, then they're going to be in really good shape. I just I don't like what the league did to them in terms of their travel, their road games in consecutive weeks the way they have them. They're playing really good teams early. Um I as I said last week, I in a weird way, I think they're gonna be better and yet I think they're gonna just miss out on the playoffs. And I know early on they have uh, one of those Sunday then turn around quickly Thursday night games. So I'm gonna pull up the Giants schedule for you right now. Which I never really appreciated until I watched that quarterbacks it series sucks. on Netflix yeah. and you don't realize how beat up guys are. Yeah. And that they barely get back to not hurting by mm-hmm. Sunday. And now you you're going Thursday? So this is the this is part of the point, just so I have yeah. the dates correct. I'm not telling you they're not beating the Cowboys son. I have no idea. They might go out. There's no Toss reason up, they Jerry. can't. But when you just talk about strength of schedule on paper to start the season and what type of schedule they have, you've got you open with the Cowboys on Sunday night. If by any chance they ever lost that game, you go to a crappy Cardinals team, but with a lot of pressure on you now to win that game. And then, like you point out, four days later, you're in San Francisco or in Santa Clara, which tells me they're not coming home. They're going to have to stay out out west, which is fine, but sucks for them. Then you come back. It's not like you get a cupcake. You get the Seahawks. Home game, you'd like to think they would win it. And then this is like then consecutive road games in Miami in Buffalo. That's a hard start to the season. And oh, by the way, you then get the Jets. That's going to be not easy. Then you get a road. This is and this is the stretch to me that is just it's absurd. On the road, not that they're great, but it's still on the road at Vegas, at Dallas, and at Washington, who was always a struggle with them because it's a division game. Like those first eight games are brutal. And the league did them no favors with their travel schedule. Yeah. So I I think they're going to be a good team, but I I, I don't know. I, I could see them missing the playoffs this year. What if they get through those and they're four and four? All right, so that's that's what I'm talking about. If they ever got through those at four and four, you're looking at games against the, the Patriots. There shouldn't be any good. No one knows what the Packers are. The Saints shouldn't be very good. What does suck is you've got two games with the Eagles in um, in three weeks. Oh. At the I- end. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Saints are one of those teams Boomer's all in on, right, this year? Is he? I know he was in on the Bears. Was it the Bears? No, the Steelers. He's all in on the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. I but don't I, know about the Saints. He might be. Yeah, I, I think he's, he thinks the Saints are going to be pretty good. So. Very possible. All right. We shall see. So they have a lot of winnable games at the back eight for sure. I just think the Giants, it's just it's a rough start. What we'll is, let me ask you this, Jerry. What are the chances that when we are come back here one week from today, yeah. t- Tuesday? Yeah. We're looking at two zero and one teams. Good chances. Good chance. Yeah, and the same. I would say you've got an equal. Well, of course you do. If you told me they were two and zero, zero and two, or one and one, I'd say yep, yep, yeah. yep. Makes sense. Like the Jets getting getting off to this unbelievable start to me is nice. But if they lost, that's what I keep saying. And I was telling Joe he don't want to hear it, but he did understand it. Like if you guys if you lose Monday night to the Bills in his in Aaron Rodgers' first game and you can see there's some growing pains, it doesn't mean a damn thing. It just means you're zero and one, and now you got to make up a division game you lost. That's all. Get better as the season goes on; they'll be fine. And I, if you told me the Cowboys beat the job, like the Cowboys are favored, I think Cowboys and Bills are both favored in these Correct. games. So the idea that they could be zero and two, yeah, sure. Right, that's what Vegas would have you think yes. that they're both going to be zero and one. And I could also start. see them both winning. Correct. They're division games at home. New season. You tell me that uh, Dak Prescott throws three interceptions Sunday night. Okay. Would you be shocked? Then you bring Trey Lance in, Jerry. <laughs> no problem. No, no, no. No problem. Dak is not going anywhere. Don't do that. What do you make of uh, Jets cornerback DJ Reed saying that the Jets defense could be like uh, his I think sto- it could be historical. Not just the best defense in the league, but I think we could have an historical defense like the 85-86 Bears, like the LOB in 2013. <laughs> I hope he's right for his L-O-B. sake. The Le- Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom. That was Seahawks, yeah? Yeah, well, I, I think he was on that team. Oh, he was on Legion of Boom. But you're talking about two teams he just referenced, specifically the 85 Bears, <laughs> is the greatest defense I've ever seen in my life. I saw a cool poll on uh, Twitter, and I don't know who did it or I would give them credit. But the poll was, would you rather see the Jet defense come out first on Monday night, or would you rather see Aaron Rodgers come out first and try to march down the field, or do you want that defense to shut down uh, uh, what's his, what's the fellow's name that Josh Allen? Which would you which do you think is the better, more crowd pumping thing, Jerry? Um, no, historical I would... defense. But and DJ Reed was on the Seahawks recently, not back then. Uh, I would want to see Aaron Rodgers yeah, out too. first. That's what I would want to yeah. see. Like if the Jets win the toss, yeah. you take the ball. But the, I don't know that they will, though. I don't know that you change what your philosophy is. I could see I could see solid deferring to the second half, and then you just make the anticipation greater. Because right, if you somehow get the Bills to go three and out on the first drive, ooh, then, oh, we're, yeah. then we're excited, Jerry. You are, I, that's the good thing for a Jet fan is that you. I don't. I don't think it'll be eighty-five Bears or the the Seahawks of two thousand thirteen, but they're going to be really good. So, I think a Jet fan feels like their team can score no matter what units on the field. 
whether it's Sauce Gardner with a pick six, whether it's, you know, pummel the quarterback, make him fumble, return it for a touchdown. You know, I think you feel pretty good about both units going into this game, which is why I, you know, I believe when you get to December and they're rolling, I think they'll be really hard to stop. The unstoppable New York Jets. Assuming good health. Yes. You got to have good health. I wish you good health going Zach forward. Wilson's the quarterback of this team on October 15th. Oofah. But if you got a historical defense, well, Jerry, you could win. But yeah. I need to put up a lot of points. But they were really good last year. They weren't historical, but they were really good last year. And they lost a million games down the stretch. Hmm. All right, quick break. 536. We're more than halfway home. You want to talk about anticipation? Anticipation for another Boomer and Geo program coming up soon. Fan.